Kentucky Roll Call podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Folks, the March sadness, it's over. But now, it's my favorite time of the year. It's derby season. And Cornbread Hemp, they've got you covered for all of this month's festivities. Your pet not ready for Thunder Over Louisville? Try the CBD oil for pets. Anxious to host a few family and friends in town? Well, maybe try some of that full-spectrum CBD capsules before bed. Feet a little sore from a long day of walking around the paddock and infield? Well, just rub some CBD oil on those tired legs. Last but not least, you're probably going to suck down one too many mint juleps. That's where the extra strength CBD gummies really hit the spot on the first Sunday in May. Just use the promo code BIGX at cornbreadhemp.com and you'll save 30% off at checkout. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Happy Derby from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be, cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats. The cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. His buggers <laughs> over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Remember, remember when I said you could bring us in? Yeah. What, what, what is going on? Justin started shouting. So I'm letting you take it. I'm not taking it. Oh, I'm taking it. Welcome in to Kentucky Roll Call. Did, uh, did we not hear the part where he said, uh, Nick, you were doing, you'll do the rejoins and intros today? So first off, why are you shouting at me? Secondly, why aren't you just doing it? I was it? very confused with Justin uh, shouting. What's that all about? I, I missed the part where you told him to bring the intros. <laughs> so I was telling you to go. <laughs> I say we just do rejoins, or we do the intro again until we get it right. And <laughs> <laughs> if right if that takes us till 830, so be it. Um, that was a cool So story. we're on the air. We're Kentucky on. Roll we're Call. On. Right. With Nick Roush, TJ Walker, Justin Kalen, Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. And we're down a headset today, so things are a little off. I don't, ha- groove. I don't have a headset. It's my fault for not having a headset. So I just said, all right, Roush, you're going to be able to hear the noises through your uh, through your ears yeah, today. Yeah, I was getting ready so to you go. go and you, that, just was my, that was my <laughs> fault. Go, TJ. Hand up. Hand up. Yeah, I'll talk. <laughs> Yeah, I missed I missed that part yeah, where y'all said keep, that. We should keep doing that though. <laughs> just every time we come in, we go. Just start talking. I've actually never even heard Justin be that assertive. I thought something was like wrong. <laughs> yeah. Something was on something fire. Was computer is about ready to blow up or something like that. Good morning, everybody. I had a fun little intro, but now I'm so oh, frazzled. Man. I don't know what to do. It's the anniversary of. Uh, 
the great city of Lexington's namesake, the reason for the namesake, the Battle of Lexington and Concord. Yesterday was Paul Paul Revere's Midnight Ride, which I guess mm. technically would have been. I saw they this had a morning. Paul Revere uh, riding around town yesterday no, for the occasion. No, did it really? Yeah, there was a, somebody hilarious. dressed up like it because, well. Good for them. Is it, is it in conjunction with the Boston Marathon? Is there any quinky dink? Because I'm pretty sure that's yeah. today, right? Well, that, I thought that was yesterday, Patriots Day. That yes, I, yes. There's okay. a cor- there's a correlation. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, but Lexington, Kentucky, the yeah, first city yesterday. in America named after a Revolutionary War battle site, which was only like two months after the fact. And it wasn't a win, though, was it? It was not a win. Yeah, but it wasn't really a loss. Uh, it's a pretty fascinating story. They left at uh, 5 a.m. on April 19th, which is today, and uh, started 700 British troops pulled up on 77 armed Minutemen. But really, Paul Revere and the other riders just wanted to, they thought the British were trying to capture some of the big wigs. Some mm-hmm. of the some of the people and what Justin? What did they? What did Paul Revere and the riders say when they were coming? I have no idea. Oh wait, uh, I do know this one, but I can't remember. I gave See, you I, I gave you one of I, the four. I, words. I know. I definitely know the the British are coming. Okay, it's not actually what they supposedly it, allegedly said. Although, how would people really right, know? Right, right, right. Wasn't it actually supposed to be the redcoats are coming because technically they're all British. Uh, great point. Great point, but no, also okay. wrong. Um, they actually said, Ezekiel, save thy ass. The Redcoats march upon us with haste. Oh, man, that's much cooler. No, they actually said, Ezekiel, save thy ass. <laughs> noise! You'll have noise enough before long. The regulars are coming out. That's what they were scout- shouting. The regulars are coming out? Mm-hmm. But you are right. They were all they are technically pretty British. much British, so yeah. they called them the regulars. And there's your little history. You know I like to throw in some history on slow days, and I'm throwing it in today. Although not sure entirely how slow today will be. I think there's plenty to get to. We want to hear from you on the Thornton's text line. Thornton's, delicious, nutritious, good for you. Mm-hmm. They've got great breakfast options, fresh fruit. There's a good collection of fresh fruit as well. And then plus all your other little gas station knickknacks that you always see. And you're like, oh, I haven't seen that candy in forever. I may just grab that. But the breakfast foods you'll enjoy. Stop by today. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. All right. Where do, where do, where do you want to start today? I've got my list of things. I figured we'd maybe just talk about Paul Revere's Midnight Ride till at least 7.45, but we got through that quicker than I thought. Damn. So anywhere you'd like to go to start today's show, are you happy you don't have to wear a mask on an airplane anymore? Nice. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty neat, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't didn't know that was the case until uh, I saw a Jordan Rogers tweet because he was on the middle of an airplane when it happened, which that had to be kind of weird where they come over and like, yeah, if you want, you can take your mask off. You'd have to be like, wait, is this uh, yeah, where's, where's Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> yeah, we got the gotcha girls back here. He's the first person does it, just cops come out of the like overhead storage bins to arrest them. <laughs> but I never, uh, I never did the, uh, I never flew during mask wearing season. Um, you haven't flown in two years. Same. No, no, I'm in the same boat. I was supposed to fly down to the bowl game, and then the flight got canceled. So I just was like, screw it, I'm gonna drive. Uh, I did wear a mask for the like. 20 minutes I was in the airport, like, trying to figure all that out. That kind of sucks. So, yeah, I'm, I'd am i be happy it's over. I had to wear a mask when I took Duke to the doctor yesterday. First time I'd done that in a while. Um, little advice, TJ. 
don't take Lucy to the doctor and, during nap time. Oh. Just, just bad idea. Good way to, to tick off uh, a child. I could see that. Poor yeah. girl. It's just she's her ears, or she's going to have to get tubes probably at some point. Mm. So, like, we we have been going to the doctor more and more recently, but it's generally just like, yep, still the same infection. Let's try this now instead of trying that. But the sad thing is the medicines actually work for her. They just don't take away the ear infection. Like, they help the pain. Yeah. Like, when she's – we're trying different medicines, and they do help, but – we need something that's going to ideally take away the ear infections entirely. Just doesn't get there. But it'll probably end up being the tubes. But yes, she's she's been a frequent flyer to the doctors. We try to avoid around nap time if we can. But I bet that was not fun. <sighs> yeah, no, no. Uh, stickers temporarily helped, but not really. It was just I had one of those days <laughs> yesterday where, um, like, you're you're just like, okay, we're getting out of the woods. This problem, bam, new one. Um, had had some people. Over at the house, uh, doing some electrical work, and then like, okay, well, I can get some work done. Oh, Duke's here early. Oh no. Um, okay, let's take him to. The, okay, we're running late to the doctor. Um, okay, we're fine. We get to the doctor. Oh no, he's sad. Okay, we made babies. Er, we made him happy. Let's go to the park. Oh, he runs away. Duke, stop running. Don't go over there. What does he do? He runs over to the puddle. Bam! Splash. Mud everywhere. Sad kid. It's just one of those kind of like mm, wheels good. were spinning kind of days. So uh, the the wheels they are back on the track though. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we even went to a friend who had a little gender reveal. I mean, it was it was very just a few. What's friends. the little gender going to be? A boy. Which um, it's you know, a lot of our friends. They're all having opposites of the first. So it just feels like that's the trend now. Okay. So next one up for the walkers, a boy. I've got. One friend group where it's like 90% of the kids are girls. Mm-hmm. And then I've got another friend group where it's about 50-50. Gotcha. And gotcha. our family is about 50-50. Weird how that works. Yeah. Um, th- I will say we were at uh, at Brooks' family, and it was there was three girls to ten boys. Oh. Yeah. 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 Um, and then all... Th- it's kind of the same as the other one. Boys are it's 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 a man's world. <laughs> what they what they do for the reveal? They do something funny? No, it was it, it was really just like they had their parents over and a couple friends ordered some pizzas and then popped a balloon, um, which was funny because whatever was in the balloon it sticks to you apparently. And one of the dogs got it just got all over one of the dogs. Mm-hmm. Poor white dog. Uh, I did think that one of their bulldogs. They dropped the balloon, and I thought the bulldog, as it was running, was just going to smash it. That would have been high comedy. That would have been nice. Yeah, but yeah. apparently, uh, dog wasn't wasn't good enough at popping. Either way, uh, you know, just one of those days where it's like, oh, let me put the baby down, and then I'll fold laundry and do dishes, so uh, the next day I can start off on the right foot. And then um, conveniently forgot to do the morning post. So. <sighs> So uh, we know what Roush is going to be doing during the radio oh, show. Oh, yeah, today. we do, during the breaks. <laughs> oh, um, that's never great for us, Justin. It's not, it's he, not, just, it's, he just types, texts away. I don't even have headphones to be able to drown it out slightly. And then he doesn't pay attention to what we're no, saying. No, I've already lost interest in what you're saying. We'll end up starting to like talk basketball, and he will just be... Yeah, yeah, yep. Well, you, you def- whatever, like the last sentence we say, well, you definitely want to get a commitment. Then. Who we talk about? Cavassier Smoke? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, I, I will say, I do have some, it sounds like it's going to be good news. It feels like Antonio Reeves is going to be a cat. Am I wrong? 
We on we on. I read his interview, his Q and A with David Sisk of Cats Illustrated, and that interview, you're just waiting for the end of it to be like, and I'm announcing I'm a Kentucky Wildcat because it was as like even you know every post visit interview is going to be glowing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was good. This one was like very very good to the point. It was like, all right, so. You visited Nebraska and you visited UK. Are you hearing from other schools? And he's like, Gonzaga, blah, 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 blah. And David was like, Are you gonna visit them? And he was like, Don't think so. Don't know. Don't don't think so. Think I I, I know what I want to do. It's like, oh, hmm. Wonder what that may be. <laughs> the only interesting part though, Roush, was and you I understand how life works, buddy. You type away the, the most you can. And if that means our radio show goes under and we get fired, really from Big you're just X, giving me then, good ideas then, to write. Then, then then so be it. But the the only part that I found interesting in that Q and A, and it's a great job by David Sisk, he isn't planning on committing for like a month. Why like would you May fifteenth ish. Why would you wait? I don't understand that either. But it certainly kind of does sound like UK is, is the factor for the the timeline for well, all for all this. Well, that's good because that means they think they have some bigger fish out there. You think that's what? Uh, okay, I was going to ask what you thought about that. UK is always a big, which I'm sure the Calipari haters could grab onto and run with if they wanted to. But he's a big. I don't even want you to commit on the visit. I want you to go home. I want you to think about it, see how it feels, and really by doing that, you're trying to influence their decision. Um, you're not you're you're not trying the pressure angle. You're trying that you're making your own decision. But look how friendly and nice I am. Um, and it's actually really the way probably things should be. You should go. You shouldn't make an emotional decision in the moment. You should take time, think mm-hmm. about it. So the fact that he didn't commit on the visit that didn't surprise me so much. I thought maybe t- yesterday we would have heard something. Maybe even sometime this week we would have heard something. Looks like the timeline could be a little further along. And I think Roush brought up the elephant in the room for that timeline is UK just telling him we got to make, we got to make sure our ducks are in a row, but assuming they are, and we'll know by this time frame, you're in, you're our, you're, you're our number one guy. And it really does seem to be like UK's number one guy in the transfer portal right now. doesn't mean there couldn't be something under the table happening. That generally is how UK operates in the transfer portal. Um, at least since it's been a thing going back to the grad transfer days, it happens generally pretty quickly, quietly, and that's the way Calipari always likes to operate. And you can do it better in transfer portal recruitments than you can in high school recruitments. So maybe there's somebody else out there that they've prioritized, lined up, that just has kind of slipped under the radar. But it seems like Reeves is option number one. It seems like that they're the guy they want most in the portal. And I'm okay with that, coming in and playing the men's role. Yeah, I mean... You can't have this conversation, though, Roush, without slowly but surely wading into the Shadon Sharp conversation, which yeah. was hot in the streets again yesterday, which I'm sure that should be part of your morning post. So, <sighs> what, what, do we, what do we have here with, with, with Sharp? Because the draft deadline's Friday. Yeah, I guess sometime this week, 24th, whenever that is. So, like, why, why aren't we getting anything? And what, what, what are we getting? That, that, that's the part where it just, it feels like, uh, 
the indecisiveness. I just every every time there's something shady and sharp, it feels like his camp is just making things worse. Am I wrong here? Correct. <laughs> I mean, just... No, I mean you're 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 totally, totally correct. Unless he comes back. Yeah. In which case, a lot of folks are gonna owe the sharp camp, including myself, <laughs> an apology. But he just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. And you can't have the transfer portal conversation without bringing it into Sharp. And I don't want to have the Sharp conversation, really, because I don't think he's coming back. But, Justin, I don't know if you were on the Twitter webs. You were probably out celebrating Dingus Day. Rightfully so. Got a five-star on Dingus Day. Hell yeah, I was out celebrating. We're going to talk about that, buddy. You just slow your roll. Have some of the pleasantries first before you (laughs) dive in. There were... Accounts that I wasn't even familiar with, Roush, they didn't look like anybody with a lot oh, of... Oh, yeah. I saw um, somebody with like 300 followers, uh, uh, Brunson. They had the P at the end of their name. I, I never got the P thing either, but that's a Tennessee thing, so I don't like it. So, bad guy, whoever that P guy was. They said that they were predicting he's going to return to Kentucky, that he's already informed the staff he's coming back. That cause waves as something like that will do in the UK fan base. Kyle Tucker, I think was the first person with well-known at least a journalist um, that addressed said rumors and just said, nothing's really changed. Nothing's really new. Like don't give yourself hope that indecision is leading to good news. Yes. Like we, Essentially saying, I'll believe it when I see it. If we pass that deadline, which I guess is 11.59 on Sunday, um, then that then he was like, then I'll be confident that he's coming back, which I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. But when you get your small Twitter accounts that it, – it's, it's the, the longer this is prolonged, this decision process, the more time for speculation on social media. You're giving people the opportunity – to take what little information they have and run with it. And the information they have right now is, well, he's undeclared for the NBA draft. He could come back. He's enrolled in classes. He could come back. So I, I just, I don't, I don't, if you're going to do it, I don't, I don't know why you're delaying the process. Here's a few Kyle's tweets that I alluded to. Nothing's changed with Sharp. He's still in school at UK, still enrolled in classes for the summer and fall, and still indicating privately he plans to play for the Cats. But until the NBA draft deadline passes and Sharp's not in it, nobody can say with any certainty. And that NBA deadline to enter the draft is April 24th at 11.59 p.m. And the NCAA deadline to withdraw from the draft is June 1st. So you'll have a month and a half after Friday. Kyle expects, and obviously connected in this instance, he expects Sharp between now and that 24, April 24th at 11.59 p.m., to put his name in the draft, say that he's testing the waters, and keeping his college eligibility. So he thinks that while this deadline's approaching, what we all predicted to happen will happen, he too is intrigued or confused by why that message hasn't already come out. Yeah, yeah. And it's a totally fair question that goes back to how we started this conversation of, does this fall back on the sharp camp? 
what 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 are what are they doing? And if you're UK, you're not going to be pushy. I mean, like telling people, hey, it's probably best if you make this decision early. No, they're kind of like they were at the, from the get go. UK's kind of beholden to whatever Sharks game is going to do. It's going to take it. Which will bring up a question that we've already kind of discussed at points throughout this Sharp campaign is I don't blame UK, Calipari, the assistant coaches for saying yes to the Sharps' inquiries of, can we come early? Uh, sure, I guess. You still Do you plan on playing? No, we don't. But you plan on playing the following season? Yeah, we just want to get a head start. I don't blame UK for being accommodating in those instances. But I do think UK has something on the line here, Roush. Like, the longer he waits, the less you know about what you need or what you want to bring in. UK's kind of kicked some cans around with wings, but hasn't gone all in. You didn't Terrence Shannon, you maybe could have gotten him if you wanted to. They've kind of been arm's length away from pretty much anybody but Reeves. Leonard Miller is somebody that they want. So I do think, like, what if, if, and I do not expect him to come back. I will not change my opinion on that until I see that he is returning to Kentucky to play college basketball. And until I see that confirmation or he's not in the draft, I don't anticipate him being at UK. But the longer this drags on, the longer you get people talking about it and whispering about it, it can have an impact on UK. And it can have an impact on if they are going to get somebody or not getting. I just think UK is not following this along via Twitter. I'm of the opinion that they know what he's going to... I'm of the opinion they have his plan. and they. But if they do, what are we doing? What is that plan? It doesn't I, sound like what I'm saying is I think UK Ooh. knows. But if they do know, they're doing a good job Ooh. making sure they're not letting it out that they know. See, I think if... Well... The only inclination that we would have that they know is that Ben Roberts threw out the nugget that UK no longer expects him to expects him back. They even heard otherwise was the the I think the phraseology, but we're planning for alternatives if he doesn't come back. A la Antonio Reeves. Maybe that, that's it. That can't be a real word, Ralph. Phrase, phrase, phraseology? Terminology is the correct word, but it was a phrase, so I just wanted to spice things up. We'll roll phraseology. I, I just had to call him out. Yeah. I just didn't know. And if Reeves is the sharp replacement, that's that's not what I'm looking for. I would I, I would at least want another option, too. And But, but I... We're in the dark. We're trying to figure this stuff out. I refuse to get my hopes up on Sharp. Highly recommend everybody does the same. But if we get past April 24th and he hasn't put his name in the draft, then that would be cool too. Another angle of all this, I feel like so many times when we do this radio show, it's like we're trying to explain Game of Thrones. There's so many underlying (laughs) different aspects to... To all these. What what if Sharp and his camp found out, oh, Jonathan Giovanni was wrong. I'm actually not draft eligible. Like, I've got nowhere to go. Like, we thought that we were. That's why we're taking so long is we're trying oh, to see if there's, like, any legalities yeah. that we actually are. Like, but the reason we're not applying for the draft is because we can't. I don't think that's the case. But I will fully admit I've got no idea. And I don't think a lot of folks do. 
I don't think at the beginning of all this, UK really had the right idea if he was eligible or not. That's another aspect about why is this potentially taking so long. But it's at least worth bringing up. All right, that's a good stopping point. Get your text in if you got any questions about the Sharp situation or what's going on, 502-414-1450. A lot of other big names in the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. Not really connected to UK so much, unless I'm missing some. Don't think so. We have um, some big basketball games last night, too. People were mad at DeMarcus Cousins again. Well, we'll have to talk about that. We'll need to talk about just the transfer portal and college basketball in general, because while it's gotten a little bit quiet after this weekend for UK. It's heating up for other schools. There was some rivalry yesterday, Roush. I don't know if you saw this or you heard about oh, that. Oh, I haven't heard about that. There's some I'm excited. Rivalry. And we got a big rivalry game tonight. I think I'm going to go. And there is. We got to talk about the Batcats versus the Buck Cards. That's going to be a good time as well. So we'll get to all of that. This is Kentucky Roll Call and we got to talk about Dingus Days. When we return, this is KRC on the Big X. CJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Caleb. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. That win made me cream my drawers. Roll call. Welcome back in. Kentucky Roll Call. Nick Roush, TJ Walker, Justin Kalen here with you on a Tuesday. It's a terrific Tuesday, a Taco Tuesday. At Salsaritas, they have two locations you can visit, one in St. Matthews, one in Middletown. Download the app before you go, and you're going to get Salsaritas bucks. You're going to get money off. They're giving away deals all the time. Trout, they're fresh, delicious. Never frozen. Well-marinated meats, spicy salsas, and the blue Powerade. They've got it all at Salsaritas. Try it today. Very delicious. This is Kentucky Roll Call. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Roush bringing us in and out of breaks today, and he got super excited over something during the break. Yes, because I stumbled upon a story that I wanted to discuss yesterday from our friend, Mark Story. Oh, I love Mark Story. So here's the thing about Mark Story. I consider him to be a beacon of knowledge amongst the Big Blue Nation because I don't know if anybody has been a sports columnist covering Kentucky sports any longer like it's him and John Clay have both been there forever but I think John Clay was a beat reporter for a while before transitioning over to the column life and yesterday Mark Story he basically said that listen you don't want to be on the wrong side of history because there are three things people were complaining about John Calipari and they're completely off base They're just missing the mark. We're just complaining because we're mad. Number one, Calipari's, he called it outmoded offensive system. Outdated, I think is the word I would use. Outdated offensive system is undermining Kentucky. And uh, Mark rightfully points out that Kentucky scored 71 points. St. Peter's didn't score 70 points in 18 of their 30 games. 
The Cats finished six in offensive efficiency. It's defense that's what hurt Kentucky down the stretch. Correct. They couldn't get stops. They dropped from 11th to 36 by years in. Offense is not the problem. Playing a point guard that doesn't shoot and two bigs, while you might not think it's the best offense ever, still getting the job done. Great number two. Cal Perry cares more about putting players in the NBA than he does winning for Kentucky. Mork sees it as a criticism, but is also like, hey, he's getting the good players that go to the NBA to win more games. And in fact, that was a criticism before Cal came here, is that he did whatever it took to win. He tried too hard at winning, and that was what was his problem. Uh, three, Calipari not calling timeouts to set up a play is a bad strategy. And he just is right and pulled out a couple of examples. Uh, we basically only complain about not calling timeouts when it doesn't work. It's all outcome-based. Uh, because he didn't call a timeout against Ohio State in the Sweet 16 when Brandon Knight hit that shot. He did call a timeout when Kentucky beat Michigan in the lead eight, and Aaron Harrison hit a shot, and it worked. He didn't call a timeout the next game against Wisconsin, and Aaron Harrison hit a shot, and it worked. It's all outcome-based. So basically, TJ, Nick, we're right. Yeah, we did it. We got somebody on our side, baby. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. It's all just well stated, well said, and Mark's story puts it together in a nice pretty bow better than... than oh, me. yeah. We can sound like idiots that just uh, get all emotional and are babbling buffoons, but Mark let it breathe a little bit, and then it's like... And I think that's what I like about Mark's story. He's old school newspaper where he can kind of sit on something for a while, digest it, and then mm-hmm. appropriately disseminate that information because... As we've said for weeks and months, and I, I, I hate repeating that radio, TJ, but he Mark's story provides a, a fresh angle for us. But a lot of the reason why we're angry is just because Kentucky was upset and we don't have any explanation for it. Yeah, breaking news. UK fans don't like when they lose in the tournament. What? I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. We were all frustrated, but yeah, and I, I think people are – mostly starting to get over it, but you'll have people that are going to be talking about it or upset or whiny about it literally until the season starts and until UK starts winning some games. So that's on Calipari and the rest of the team to 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 put together a good enough roster to shut those people up. I feel solid about it happening. Would like to know exactly how it's going to look, but that's not how this works. you got to be patient. We've learned that throughout over 10 years, 10 to 13 years during the John Calipari era. It's going to be all right, folks. It's going to be all right. Good good article from Mark Story. I do want to ask Justin about Dingus days. What would you do? I had to work a few hours. Um, so that, that wasn't, call it these days? That wasn't fun. Well, I, I didn't do too much work. I Actually, no, I lied. Yesterday was busy as crap. Um so I, I put in my six hours, and I came home, and I had a couple nums and some chips. Y'all know how I roll. That was we're all. You didn't cool. do anything special for Dingus. They, they, didn't, they no. didn't make you a cake at work. Nope. Yeah. They didn't. Nobody even there even told me Happy Dingus. Roommate day. didn't do anything nope. special for you. Nope. Did you well, tell roommate it was like that every, it was Dingus day? Everybody forgot about me. What? Um, Unbelievable. Well, I got we. Roush and I chipped in. <laughs> we didn't want to go over the top, but we did get you the slightly bruised banana. Nice. Wow. Okay. I, oh. I the only problem is I like my bananas like Will Levis, so that's not gonna do. Uh, okay. Well, oh. guess I'll have it then. And that's but there's very nice of you all to go if especially if you got it from Thornton's, you all each only paid Thornton's a quarter. Thornton have one this bruise. This came from my house. <laughs> you all only paid a quarter each. If that was the case. Thornton's bananas are much nicer. 
much nicer. But there was some big news for your favorite yeah. Hoops team. Yeah, we got a five-star forward, so that tells me that Trace probably going to keep his name in the draft, which I was under the impression he was going to come back. So that's all all fine and dandy. But, yeah, Malik Renault, he's the teammate of Jalen hood Shafino, who is already committed to Indiana for next year. So they played at Montverde together. They got that little chemistry, I guess you would call it. I'm, I'm pumped. Pump. It, got, it got Justin to tweet for the first time in over a week. Wow. I hadn't tweeted in a week, really? You hadn't. Wow. That's... Well, I hadn't checked your likes, so maybe maybe, maybe you have been on Twitter, so. but I'm always scared. I got to get, <laughs> got to make sure I'm not in a public place when I go through your likes. But um, yeah, you hadn't tweeted in a while. Wow. I, I need to step it up. Yeah, it may not be good news for Jackson Davis. That's what people are saying. Yeah. I, I could see that being true, but. One, he could have left regardless, and two, it's a good sign knowing that you all are going to be able to get solid players. Mm-hmm. You've well, it's it's kind of like though for you all with Oscar Shibway, like you you all thrown out so many scenarios where you'd rather have Oscar than this guy, Oscar than this guy. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I I would rather have TJD than pretty well everybody that they got out there. So, and that it's I think tough, that's understandable that that should be the case. He is an awesome player, but. My point is, if he was going to leave regardless, it's nice knowing that Mike Woodson can go out and get some good players. Yeah. Oh, he, he'll he'll continue to get good players. I mean, he's a, he's a great guy, great coach. Uh, maybe not at the college level. It's still yet to be seen, but we did go to the tournament, so that, that was yeah. a win in my book. You're um, still alive. And we are still – I am still alive, yeah, and that's the main thing. But, no, I, th- I think Woodson's going to be a hell of a recruiter. I think he, the way he's able to resonate with kids, I think, is, is will go a long way. Well, he lost two of his head coaches, but – Still trucking away. Did that uh, one IU transfer go to Butler? Which one? I don't know. You all lost some transfer, and he's either going to go to Butler or Cincinnati. And people were like, well, he's probably just going to follow that motto to Butler. And I don't remember if he did. Mm, I don't know which one it would have been. Christian Lander? No, I don't think think it was Lander. Didn't you all lose another one besides Lander? Rob Fennessy? I think it was him. Okay. Well, he, I don't. I don't know that he could have played next year, anyways. I think he was a grad. He would Maybe be a grad transfer. Somebody did. Okay. Yeah. We had that. a lot of guys. People, a lot of movement. People don't care. No. Roush, they're <laughs> un, unrelated to UK and IU. It's not really a rivalry because IU where they're at as a program, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But UK U of L. Not really also a rivalry yeah, so much, but yeah. but there's at least they play each other. They're lined up to play each other every year. There was some back and forth yesterday, Roush. Did you oh, see that? Oh, there was back and forth? There was. Ooh, uh, who got more fourth? You <laughs> <laughs> feel like the person who's got the most fourth is winning this argument. Well, there was a lot of going back. Um, I, I, I just caught the, the tail end of it. The Rutherford show was talking about it, but U of L, did you see who they hired as their director of ops or whatever? Oh, yes, yes. The, they hired the Rock Nation kid, the son of the CEO of Rock Nation, the agency. Yes. And he's going to be the director of ops for Kenny Payne. What's his name? Kenny Payne. Perez? No idea. I think so. Justin Perez? Yeah, Justin Perez. Okay. Um that, so they basically hired somebody well-connected with the agent game to be just within the program, basically. Will this help with nil? Will this help with recruiting? Will this help with what re- what relationships are these actually honing in on? I think as a Kentucky fan, 
it's okay to say this is an intriguing hire. I don't, I do think there's truth to if Justin Perez, well, if this was like, ah, U of L is going to be the new it school, everybody. They're going to be getting players left and right. This was a genius hire. Then somebody would have probably done it before a first year head coach got into the scene. Mm-hmm. Most likely. But I do like that he's Kenny Payne, if I was a UVL fan, that he's trying different things. He's looking down different avenues. This is a this is a new era of college sports. Started about a year ago with the nil. So Kenny Payne's trying to be innovative. It's what John Calipari often tries to do. Does this mean the floodgates are open and U of L is just gonna start getting every great player? No. They, as a matter of fact, haven't gotten one player, uh, I think. I don't think they've gotten one commitment, unless I'm missing somebody. Uh, No, just people coming by. Yeah, they've gotten some people announcing them coming back, but not not anybody that wasn't already with them. They've hey, got the irons in the fire. Hey, yeah, they're in the, they're in the top eight for somebody. There you uh, go. Boney Bates. <laughs> we'll talk about him in a second. It, but here's the, here's the thing UK fans need to remember. Wh- whether it's with Justin Perez or with it's Danny Manning coming on staff or Nolan Smith, we all need to get used to the reality that U of L is going to get levels of players they n- consistently have never gotten before, and that's going to be weird. It's going to be weird to us. It's going to be weird to U of L, and it's going to be weird seeing U of L fans do a complete one eighty on their one and done yeah, five star right, talent right. narrative. And U of L fans won't own up to it. If I was, if I was Mike Rutherford. Maybe he has to. You know, I don't listen to everything that a U of L person says. I don't see every tweet a U of L person says, but I haven't seen this. But if I was a U of L fan, I'd say, hell yeah, we were making fun and talking smack and thinking Kentucky was cheating. We were jealous. Now we are no longer jealous. And we welcome World Wide West and that whole crew in with open arms. And I hope we get similar players to you all when you all were rocking and rolling. Because that's the truth. And I think that's okay. Like, I think it's okay to, in hindsight, years later, to have a change of opinion. Mm-hmm. Or to come out and say, you know what? I think the rivalry was really kind of getting to me a lot back then. I was wrong. Or I don't feel like I was wrong. I feel like you all were cheating and we're just catching up and now it's legal. So, haha. I, you're seeing a little too much revisionist history of we. I never, we never, you never thought we always wanted the one and dones. I can't tell you how many times I heard you don't get to know the players. <laughs> <laughs> Got to learn a new roster every year. How are we going to know Pepe? And the thing that was funny too is that they also like Patino signed some All Americans during that time that in theory should have been one and done. Shane Bahannon, Gorgie Jang. Uh, I don't think Russ Smith was, but Peyton I mean, Siva was definitely a McDonald's. Wayne Blackshear was a McDonald's All American. Right. And they just they, but they v- were just like the VJ King. Oh yeah, people forget about VJ King. They just never they he's never really had like a dominant class where you've been like two one and dones, maybe. Maybe Earl Clark and T Will. Were they in the same class class? I don't think so. I think their character was in the same class with one of those three. Two of those three but, were in the same but class. But he never had a super six. And when you don't have a super duper six or you don't have your one and dones, then it's things are. I'm sorry, I got distracted because you have a cute little cup. I haven't seen it before. It's got Lucy's face all over it. Well, I missed my, my huge mug. Has 
Vanish. missing. Uh, I think I know where it is after from this weekend. But yes, I had to go to the Reserve Cup, and it is very cute. It's got. I think my sister got me this. My family on it. Oh, it says the Walkers because that's our last name. Wait, really? <laughs> oh, personal life update. Yeah. The guy. Remember the guy who threatened me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, story, I right? saw an appraiser in action, and they were not in a Nissan. So if they were, were you gonna go I, I was going to citizens arrest them. Okay, you should have. <laughs> uh, so I get this call, and again, I hate. I'd much rather iPhone show the numbers than like the registered name of the per. You know how they do that? The, well, at least on mine, they'll still be like maybe. So yeah. and so, and then mine the does number, that too. Yeah, sometimes mine will do the maybe, but it'll have to be like I've got an email or a text, and that's why they're doing the maybe. But if like I've never associated with the number, sometimes we'll just do like the wireless caller's like name that they have registered. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'd much rather have the number. But it, I, I've recognized this guy's name enough now to know that it's that guy, and can't find my cell phone. But I definitely want to answer it. I don't want to have to call him back. Um, because who knows what can of worms that would open up. Right, right, right. But I see it on my smartwatch that he's calling. Rush, find my cell phone, probably on the last ring. I answer it, and it's like, he says, hey, is this? And he says my name. And I'm like, uh, it's the it's the fellow you talked to last week. What, what can I do for you? And he was like, I just am calling to let you know that I apologize. Wow. <laughs> he was like, I've got the wrong guy. The appraisal came in yesterday or today. I, yeah, Monday. He was like, the appraisal came in today. The guy told me it was only going to be two days. Took him 10. And I just, this was the only number I had that had anything to do with an appraisal. And I figured it was yours. And I was like, well, you know, I, that's why I wanted you to kind of show the call log so you could see what number it was because it wouldn't have been my number from last week. And he was like, and I should have listened to you, but I just want <laughs> you to know. I was wrong. I don't talk to people that way. I don't act that way. And I, I'm, I'm, but, I'm, I'm man enough to call you and admit it. You don't, but you did. That's what my wife said. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. She was like, oh, but you did do all those things. <laughs> and, he, and he definitely was emphasizing how man he was to apologize. However, it seemed like a sincere apology. He did not need – well, he probably thought I don't need to call. Um, or he didn't have to call. And now I don't feel like I've got to look over my back every two seconds because I'm going to get murdered over an appraisal. <laughs> yeah, so No fights. No fights. <laughs> I was happy he called. It was, I think, a, a sincere apology it goes a long way. That was very big of him. Yeah, that's I'm cool. glad we still live in a world where people apologize. If not, then I was expecting a dingus rant. I want a dingus rant a little uh, bit later on the show today. I don't know if I have anything to rant about. I'm pretty happy today, guys. What? Oh, because it was dingus day? Yeah. I'm, I'm coming off a great day. I mean, uh, what more do you want? <laughs> just let me be. That's what I thought had happened was just like, hey, dude, did you ever think about just waiting? <laughs> <laughs> Not every appraisal happens in two days. Two days time. Yeah. So that ended that. Still no apology for getting a drink spilled on me on Saturday, but I'll hold my breath. I won't hold my breath on on that one. Did have NBA games, or I guess so. Moni Bates is also considering U of L now. Anyways, U of L is going to get some players. Mm-hmm. They're going to overhype everything because that's what U of L fans do. 
It's not necessarily unique to L's fan base, but the Super Six, as Roush mentioned, this super, isn't the first time that they've had like a resurgence, that this is the time that they're going to compete with UK. But I think in terms of a caliber of player standpoint, this will be the closest it's been. Now, UK fans, if you're worried about L reaching UK's level, don't be. It could happen, but not something that you should spend your time worrying about because we got to see if Kenny Payne can coach as a head coach. By himself, out did, there on the floor. Did he, in fact, win those games? Can he do the X's and O's? Is is he strict enough to make sure Nolan Smith has the game plan delivered to the players well enough? Is Danny Manning, is he strictly in a developmental role, or is he doing scouting? These are things that Kenny Payne will have to figure out as a first-year head coach. And the one thing that hasn't been mentioned is just he and we shouldn't be surprised. The majority of his coaching, college coaching experience, has come under learning from John Calipari. Mm. He's just copying UK everybody. He is players program, players first, Ooh, and he's literally that. using yeah, the exact yeah. same language. <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, oh, it, part of me actually wants it to be a big success, just because you want it back. Well, because then two of the greatest coaches they've ever had were just UK retreads, right? Yeah. Rick Pitino, Kenny Payne. That would be interesting. Yeah. Like, oh, you're you're basically just Denny Crumb and it's all like, of UK's old coaches. What's the next piece of UK that you can take to make your program it's good in the be, next 20 years? You get Brad Calipari. Brad, next Brad Calipari, the future coach of UL. <laughs> With the way this rivalry has worked, isn't that what's going to happen? Yeah. Like all those much. like earn not given <laughs> jokes, they're going to have to come back and and address. Mm. But it... <laughs> and then that also brings me to something I tweeted: is that like, all right, let's even say all this works, and Kenny Payne is a good head coach because he's going to get talent. He will, and mm-hmm. that's why they brought him in. But let's say he can take that talent and win games with it. I know it's hard to believe. But there was a time where UK and U of L were good at the same time. Actually, a pretty long time that oh. they were good at the same time. Yeah, really at the highest level, multiple times ranked in the top five around the same time. Some really huge tournament games between the two programs. UK won those games. It's okay. Louisville can be good, and UK can also still potentially be good. It'd be all right. Wait, no, I know. Are you sure? There is just I don't. Maybe it's just losing to a 15 seed will do that to a fan base, but there's a portion of just like the UK fan base. It's the babyfication of it is in the process. Ooh, the wussification of America. The wussification of the UK. First time you've ever heard that on Kentucky Roll Call. Too many participation trophies going around the BBN. Many people are wondering, but in all seriousness. U of L should bring in, they could bring in five five star players, folks, and you shouldn't be worried about it because UK doesn't lose to U of L in basketball. And also, UK but the most recent in- game they lost, Olivier Saar had a fifteen footer to win. It rimmed out, and U of L beat UK's worst team ever. And what does that U of L team go on and do with that win? They go on and miss the NCAA tournament with it. So. Um, well, and, and here's another thing, too. I wouldn't even be worried. Stop being babies, UK fans. Kentucky fans also. Cal Perry's consistently got one or two recruiting classes, right? But as uh, Paul, my brother, would tell you, not the ones that Duke wanted, too. 
So that's why Kentucky isn't as good. You can get five-star players, and they're still not going to be one-and-done world beaters. Thank you, Vance. We've learned that pretty well. They can be good, yeah, you not gotta, great. you got to be able to mesh them. It has to be the right fit. Yeah. And sometimes kids are – 18-year-olds are complicated. And, and they're inconsistent and – Tough to work with. Exactly. So, like, it's not a foregone conclusion. But you know what? It is weird to see something happen – in the right direction at the University of Louisville because we haven't gotten that in the last six years. Or That's whatever. another part. Is I, I don't want, like, so a U of L fan could be listening to this segment and be like, you literally just did this last 20 minutes. I also don't feel like there's, like, a necessity to always poo-poo on their excitement. Like, they've done this before. They've got done it with the Super Six. Like, let them have their fun. And then I have no doubt in my mind UK is not going to beat them by yeah. 10 or 15 S- plus. Same thing with their recruiting stuff and the California kids. I wasn't even trying to be a troll about it. They got all worked up, but they're still going to lose by 30-plus points because that's what Louisville does in football to Kentucky. They lose by 30-plus points. I said as much during their little stretch of good football recruiting news. Like, uh, There's a very good chance that some, many, some, plenty, who knows, will decommit of this group. But you got to let them enjoy it because we enjoyed it. Like when Stoops was building stuff and recruiting was starting to get exciting, we were enjoying it as well. Does that mean L is going to avoid a 30-point beatdown to Kentucky, which has become as normal as anything else? It doesn't mean that. But they should. that's that's what sports should do. Which you, you brought up during our run, UK's early run under Stoops. I was looking. I thought I had written a Taylor Master commitment post previously, so I was searching through the – the old KSR drafts, and I stumbled upon a Braxton Berrios commitment. Oh, I was a huge Braxton Berrios guy. And you Wanted him he... at UK so badly. NFL talent. Yeah, he was a all-pro returner. But Miami was his dream school. Go play in front of 16 fans in Miami. Crazy. That would have been sweet. Yeah. He would have been a fan favorite. But it was like uh, Drew Barker and Denzel Ware shared the news that it's happening. And that was when we spelled Denzel, D-E-N-Z-E-L, instead of mm. with an I. Mm. And before Drew Barker got hurt, man. Different times. Different times. But you could see the foundation being laid. All right, we're going to end hour one. We'll come back. We've got a lot of text messages to get to on the Thornton's text line. Somebody quote tweeted the too many participation trophies going around BBN. That was... that. <laughs> <laughs> That was in jest. I, I don't legitimately mean that. Wow, that's well, I can't believe. Wow, TJ's handing them out left and right now. We'll hand out a few more an hour or two. <laughs> I really hope that catches fire. But here's there's going to be some UK fan that's going to be like, "You're the one that's making you're, you're making excuses for." Oh, I, I still love whenever you write an article that has all of the information that people just immediately ask you. Or the best is whenever you tweet something and then it's in the tweet and they ask you, "What's in mm, the tweet?" Yeah, just read, just read it. We'll be back to read your text into the Thornton's text line. We've got. Um, well, we got football, basketball, and dingus topics to get to. So we've got it all. We'll touch all the bases when we return on Kentucky Roll Call. Oh, DJ Walker, Nick Roush, and cow. Justin Galen.
Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call. Roll call. Roll call. I've got oh, the. You've got I, headphones got now. Headphones we found them. I yeah. forgot. That's what we did during the break. That's that's true. It's what we did. Roush found. Roush came in clutch. Yeah. With an old dirty gym bag. <laughs> yeah, that was my laundry hamper when I moved to college twelve years ago. Ugh. Yep, and I've just I got old headphones and microphones and oh. God knows what else. It definitely looks like a twelve-year-old bag. Put it that way. Yeah. Well, it works like that for like three years, though. It's beat to hell. I still have some of our like Saint X gym bag things, where which you is could just, just like mesh. You know, throw like, it in the laundry just as is. Which oh, I, I don't heard, know. Oh, gosh, that's a great point. Never it, really realized you could do that. Yeah, that was the that was the point of it. You could just keep it in there and just wash it and keep it all together. Oh my gosh, like dirty socks and stuff. But I always questioned how clean you actually got the stuff in there. I mean, it shouldn't make a significant difference, but I just always. Like, does the bag get in the way of cleaning the clothes that are in it? Would it limit, like, the, you know, how there's, like, a spin cycle and what, you know, how, how it all spins? Would yeah. that limit the... The spins? The nah. spins. Nah. <laughs> I don't think so. You, you never know. You never know. Hour two of Kentucky Roll Call is here. It's going to at least be a little bit drier today. We'll have to wait a, a couple more days for it to feel nicer out. To I be thought you to... meant hour two, not the weather. I was like, whoa. <laughs> It's a Trevor comment. <laughs> I don't know what to say now. Oh, suck it, Scoots. Scoots, you got to do the, just the golf read. Go. All right. The weather's going to eventually be nice. You're going to want to golf. This week is the week to golf for sure. If not this week, then next week for sure. Uh, so, yeah, get the, get your big Exports Radio golf card under $25 around five. Great courses on there. You've got Chariot Run, you've got Christmas Lake and Santa Claus, Old Capital. Elk Run, or yeah, Elk Run, and then Valley View in Floyd's Knobs. Under $25 around, as I said, BigExportsRadio.com, or you can call 812-725-1457. Well done, Scoots. Thanks. Batcats versus the Buck Cards tonight. They got swept. They suck butt. Sorry, I don't make the rules. They got swept by Florida State over the weekend. Oh, they did. Wow. That's bad. I'm just kidding. U of L baseball, they're not the butt cards. Game tonight, they're still planning on playing both of them, Roush, but this very well could maybe be the only one this season at U of L. The one at UK canceled because of rain two weeks ago. They're saying they're still thinking they're going to be able to find a date. I, they, they know what their schedules look like right now. So can you find a date? Why you not know, do? I, why not do a doubleheader tonight? Well. I it's, think, a, it's a good question, but it may be just like the midweek aspect of it. You yeah, don't have enough pitchers. That's probably a, a big part of it. And, you know, I, I have a feeling that some of the stuff, they are still college kids. They still have stuff going on during the middle of the week. Are you really going to just say, all right, we've got a game scheduled for five. Let's have one at one as well. I don't know. It feels a bit intrusive on your, on your week. Yeah, I – I, I would think maybe more of the pitcher angle, but either or, either or. I um, think UK can win. U of L's pitching's bad. UK can their bats can get hot, 
it'll really, I think it strictly just kind of comes down to UK's pitching. And to be honest with you, I don't know a great deal about their midweek. I know UK has had some struggles in their midweek. I don't know. I have no idea about UK's midweek starters. So maybe somebody on the Thornton's text line can help us out. 502-414-1450. If there is an over-under on the game tonight, I'd take the over. There's going to be runs. UK should, if UK doesn't score over three to four runs, that'll be disappointing. They should be able to get the bats going. Question is, will they have the pitching to be and, and U of L is a pretty good offensive team too. So it'd take a pretty special pitching effort. But it's I will not be surprised if UK beats U of L. Well, certainly won't be surprised if the other way go happens. U of L is the favorite in this game. But midweek games, weird things can happen. It'd be really fun to win. Just anything to like any you know, like that's all just like even the one comment on the softball game. Like doing the thing to the Rutherford show yesterday. Because you bet your sweet butts they're going to be texting into us if they win tonight. Yep, yep. So, take care of business, Nick Mingione. The season's not yet lost. And maybe you win tonight, you win somehow, you steal the series against Vanderbilt 2-1. You have, then you have a 3-1 week beating Vandy and, and, and L. It starts tonight, you can make it happen. But, gosh, I would... I, I miss... 2016, 2017, 2018, when the UK U of L baseball games were a bigger deal. I think it's a bigger deal to one fan base, and that's not the way that it should be. I'm just looking forward to it. I uh, this I think it's this be a little will be chilly out there for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'll be sunny, so that helps a lot. And if I am only there for an hour, I'm only there for an hour. Uh, Duke's first sporting UK sporting event, I think. No way, Jose. Yeah. No, you all went to a basketball game recently, didn't you? It was Bellarmine. That's is that not a sporting event? UK, it's not a UK sporting oh, event. Oh, UK. Okay, Gee, I this is why Dingus I miss that never disclaimer. Talks. He doesn't have his damn. I miss that open. disclaimer. Sorry. Goodness gracious. <laughs> but um, that's kind of it was. It's mostly a like, oh, what's something I can do or I can take him, and there's stuff to keep him occupied. Oh, they've got like a playground or at least somewhere to run around out there. I, how much attention do you really need to pay? To a baseball game. Not much. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, it should be a good time. Fingers crossed. Especially if UK's hitting bombs. I really would love to go. I just don't think it's probably going to happen. Yeah. and like It it is a great time. Getting to watch UK play athletic events in Louisville is always a real treat. You get to do it like once every two years. Baseball, it's every year. That, uh, when it's so, I mean, I've, I've walked from those events home as we've discussed on this show. Now, granted, I will not be walking tonight after consuming way too many adult beverages. It's a funny UofL baseball story. Uh, I don't know if that bar is still around, but I, like, emailed them. And I was like, hey, I just do a little radio sh- right next to the stadium. Yeah, they, they, it's, it rotates. I it's think it's a margarita's place. It never stays open. It's a margarita's place? Yeah, not very good. So I'd gone to two different, like, wing places there. Both of them pretty phenomenal like good food like good bar terrible food. getting people in there I they don't were know, always empty i don't know how you could like it's pretty pr- prime location I'm sure rent is not cheap but the mexican place in uh the they, the shopping center over there is more crowded than the 
Th- 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 those big buildings right over there. They have like dollar beers twenty four seven and just try to get like young kids in oh, there. Worst I used to scenario. go to Beef O'Brady's all the time when they had a two for one special. They, they still got have... rid of, no, they got rid of the what? two for ones. I quit going. I they had been... the two for ones for like seven years. Haven't haven't been back since. You do know that they and had it for was, like it was, seven years. I would have full. It, I could have gone to Beef's for lunch today and fully expected two for one beers. It's a still great being a special joke too because you'd be like, here they've got a two for one special today, and they don't have it. They anymore. got rid of it at the one that uh, Down... in Central Station. By U of L. They have like pitcher specials now or something. Yeah, well, it's not two for ones, damn it. I just don't want to call you a liar, but also just refuse to believe it. Like they had it forever. They had it forever. And no, and I had to go. And when I I was informed, because somebody told me that, I was like, they didn't get rid of two for ones. I watched the 2008 election results of that Beef O'Brady's. Bet you didn't hear, they expect to hear that (laughs) sentence. I kind I, of un- we didn't go there to watch the re- election, <laughs> but I was with my I was a senior, no watched, big deal. But I was hanging out with college kids. It's not a huge deal. We don't need to talk about it so much. But yeah, it was on there. We were I like, watched oh. uh, the. It was very hungover New Year's Day, uh, the Notre Dame game where Jalen Smith blew his knee out against Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl. It's very hungover and like. You know how they you can do a custom burger there. I just was like, I want everything. Just make it a double and put all of your like things on it. Like the old Ron Swanson? Yeah. I uh, think you heard me say all your eggs and bacon. I mean all, all of your, your eggs, eggs and bacon. bacon. <laughs> yeah. Did you all know that in real life it's actually like that for him? He'll go to a restaurant and they'll like just bring him a huge plate of meat. And he's like, that, that was a character on the show. Oh, he just gets a ton of bacon at every restaurant he to goes him to. The yeah. people back there. <laughs> That's a funny bit. Uh, oh, well, I like love bacon and breakfast meats, so I would like that. That'd be sweet. Yeah, he he said he 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 liked it at first, but. He said, now it's getting bad for his heart. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the only issue with it. The only issue, you know, your whole life. But uh, I saw him and Tammy do like a stand-up bit at the palace. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. But that one that is not beef, the other one that rotates, and now you're saying it's a margarita place, which I think now that you mentioned I've driven by it, and I do remember like a, a Mexican theme yeah, yeah. to it now, which it definitely did not used I to be. I just appreciate that they're like, well, this is margaritas. We're not even hiding yeah, it. Just come sure. here. We'll give you margaritas. Just it's a building with food and restaurants. Please come. It's in a decent spot. But it's in, it's in a great spot. UofL, I, I reached out to UofL, and I was like, hey, UK UofL baseball game. We play UofL baseball games on our station from time to time. I can I like is there a concourse area that I could do my show from like three to four? I don't remember. I don't know it's if I was three, five, I don't know if I was three to four then or four to five thirty or four to six. I don't know. Those were my different time slots back in the heyday. But uh, whatever I was, I was like my show goes basically up to the start of it, and then I'll pack up all my equipment and I'll either go buy a ticket or I can use a media pass and hang around. But uh, do you mind? They said no. They were like, sorry, we've got broadcasting rights. Supposedly, they just heard, they, with their baseball game being on our station, they kept it on our station a lot. And supposedly, they had heard my damn McDonald can't win the big one bit. <laughs> just making fun of you, all fans right, of Calipari. Right. And if you're, uh, you, know, I, you know how those folks over there operate. Any sort of criticism, you're the devil. So I was, I, not allowed. Because the Not broadcasting allowed. rights would make sense if they didn't also play them on this station. <laughs> That's what I didn't understand. Yeah. But whatever the rationale was. So I had to go to that place next door, and we did the show there. Uh, it was a blast. It was, we had a we had a really, really good um, time. But go well, go to Los Margaritas before. Well, we're speaking of margaritas. Um, 
I've been to quite a few different Mexican restaurants, which, you know, it's a pretty, uh, the, the popularity of them really took flight when we were early high school age, where every small town has one. I'll go to the two different ones by my wife's hometown. I'll, I'll go to a couple different kinds in Louisville. My hometown did not have one, for what it's worth. Yeah, and, and Beacon, Bro- Brooks what? technically doesn't. It's the town. They've got them in the towns next to them. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and I found, I think you can say pretty confidently that most of the food is about the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Margaritas, though, you can swing and miss wildly. And I don't know how you can miss so badly, but there's sometimes where it's like, I'm just drinking. Like, is there even alcohol in this? Well, there's a lot of places that hit it too far and put too much alcohol. Well, in they, it. they either won't put any alcohol in or they'll use like a mix. Uh, there's one, and I kind of like it because it's a changeup, but it's almost like you're eating a green popsicle. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't taste like salt, lime. No, it's just here's a green freeze pop. I don't understand how you can miss so badly on margaritas. I was watching a bar rescue yesterday, and they had margarita out of the tap, like the draft beer system. <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty, pretty nice. Did Taffer like it or not like oh, it? Oh, no. They said it was horrible. Oh, I'm sure it was not good. <laughs> kind of like I can't trust the margaritas in a can. I'll drink all of your other weird drinks in a can, like the what are those uh, the high noons or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, sure, why not? But margarita in a can? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but... You would think that something as easy as a margarita, if you just buy the good mix, like just don't buy the cheap stuff, it'll be good. But they're just like, eh, we don't care. I'm not a big margarita guy, so I'm I'm not overly helpful to the conversation. But uh, if you go to one of those, what what's the your drink of choice? If you're like, I'm gonna oh, have like a, the big tall big, huge frosted beer. beer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I love just it. a regular tall Delicious. frosted light beer. Mm-hmm. Will y'all will you get the Mexican beer, Justin? Oh gosh, yeah, the Negro Modelo is my. Is my go-to. Nice. Yeah. You put the lime in it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and sometimes I'll get feel real fancy and get a Pacifico in a bottle just to, like, stick my nose in That's up. fancy? Like, I'm fancier than you all with your 32-ounce draft <laughs> beers. Do you do anything for Cinco de Mayo, Justin? Oh, yeah. Like you'd be that's, a big celebrate. that's my favorite holiday. Yeah. I, I've said it for years. That's my favorite holiday. Ooh, Thurby is Cinco de, Cinco de Thurby this year. Oh, God. You can come watch the concert? It's not Cinco de Derby. Day Thurby. Oh, the therapy. <laughs> Margaritas in the infield, Scoots. I think I'll be working, Might but be uh, well, while we're be on, done by then. We don't generally like to jump ahead the Thornton's text line, but we are about to start it. Yep. And uh, I did see this text. I think it was our first text live into the show this morning. But the 3-6 to six show was talking about underrated derby events, Roush. Did you listen? Uh, I did not hear that, but um, I will say I was doing a little research yesterday while uh, – Looking at the the events on the docket, kind of getting together a schedule, very happy that they, I used to, my my perspective on derby events has changed quite a bit. It used to be, how can I make this a drinking night at said event? And now it's, how can I take my kid to it? Because, you know, I think I like some of this stuff. Very excited they moved the Pegasus Parade to Sunday. It just, having it in the middle of the work. When did they do that? Is this uh, the it, first year? It's the first year, yeah. And during COVID, is they Damian would do the, Lee and Trey Lewis still the uh, ambassadors. Oh, the man. Grand Parade, the Getty Images results for uh, Pegasus Parade. You got some great Grand Marshals. Diane Lane was one. Cindy Lauper. Oh my goodness! Yeah, some great Grand Marshals. Uh, but they they moved it from a weekday where like kids would get out of school and in theory you would take them. But I don't know. People get stuff to do 
on Wednesday during Derby Week. It's not the 90s where just nobody did anything during Derby Week. I think week. people do less now during Derby Week than they've ever done in the history of the city. Well, but there, And I also think that in general, people don't go to events like they used to. COVID or not, social media. I do agree with People that. just stay. They feel like they can keep up with things from home. So they don't go to as many events. Used to have five chow wagons around town. Now there's one because people just don't go to beer gardens and hang out like they used to. But I do like they they moved the Pegasus Parade to a Sunday. So I, I think that's going to be a very positive change if there's good weather. I think uh, on the opposite end of underrated, Balloon Glow, we've talked about on this show, Balloon Glow is awesome. It is awesome. But they're just it's never going to be happen because it's always bad weather. And now they've moved it to the Waterfront Park. You know what happens at Waterfront Park? There's a lot of wind off the river. You can't have balloons. Like it's just, it's just. There's no way it's going to work. And you got an overpass there. Are are they going to fit underneath the overpass? It's just, it's going to be a disaster. The balloon that get that event gets canceled frequently. I mean, about every other year. So is the Pegasus Parade just that one horse? No, or is there multiple? No, there's a lot of floats. It's your typical parade with the marching band and all that stuff. But that's like the Santa Claus that they bring up the rear. Gotcha. You know, that's that's the big feature. I've admittedly never done the Pegasus Parade. You know, that was a thing we did as kids. Um, a, an underrated event that I, I mentioned last week that it'd be fun to do would be the uh, the bed races. That, that I, I enjoyed that a lot as a kid because you also get – you kind of get a parade out of it, and it's just silly to watch. It's just a very silly event. When I went, it was at the Louisville Motor Speedway, which I don't know if that still exists or not. I went and it was at the uh... – Broadbent? Broadbent, yeah. yeah. They've since moved it there. Yeah. I'm looking at the past Grand Marshals. Of the Pegasus Parade. Colonel Sanders one time. Oh, nice. Back in 1977. Uh, Muhammad Ali was. Muhammad Ali was as well in 2006. Uh, Rick Pitino as the UK coach in 1996. Wow. Fresh uh, off you, a national title. You think the UVL fans were still whining back then about that? UK guy in our city parade? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you? They would never do that in Lexington. In 75, it was Joe B and Denny. Both. Oh. And in 2018, it was Joe B and Denny. That's wow. The, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I would have, if, if I'd known, maybe that would have that would have been nice. Let's see. Um, see if I recognize any other ones. Diane Sawyer. Oh, isn't she's she's got a son? She's from Louisville, right? Daryl Griffith, Kyle Macy. That was probably pretty cool. Yeah. Ooh, Happy Chandler. Do you think he just sang "My Old Kentucky Home" during the entire parade, just like on loop, just had to keep going? <laughs> Would have been cool. Yeah. Weird having a like an actual like ex governor still be popular enough. Times were different. And then they've had Black Panther, Spider-Man, Captain America, Black Widow. Oh, they had the Valley Sports Little League team do it one year. That was cool. Nice. They should have done that, though, like not the year that they had won. Like they could do uh, it just like a rant, like 30 years later. My sisters, when they won the state championship in volleyball, they got to uh, be in the parade. That's nice. They were not grand marshals, though. It was very much a let's turn on wave and like, oh, there they are. Oh, wait. No, there is that. Yeah, there, there they are. Fun stuff. Texter didn't ask me, but being on the boats for the Bell of Louisville, I texted in the Rutherford show this yesterday. It, it's really fun. I've only been on the Bell of Louisville boat boat, but it was a real blast. It was a party. It was a good time. And then I'm going down to the river and just going to watch the boats this year. I'm kind of excited about that, to Is be honest Tuesday with you. Tuesday or Wednesday? It's on a Wednesday, yeah. It's uh, May the 4th be with you. So 
how about this? How about we indulge in so many beverages that we just do the show for Thursday, Wednesday afternoon? Whoa, wouldn't that be wacky? And then we just sleep in Thursday. Don't you want to be down? Aren't you the reason that we're doing the backside? Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of like all of the ways that I can do as little work as possible. Man, I'm fired up. No, well, you can figure that stuff out. I'm <laughs> a big fan of not working, so you're talking to the right guy here. <laughs> we all know Scoots. He's got no time. <laughs> He's know? got no time for it. But anything. I don't like working either, for what it's worth. Yeah, Derby Week productivity goes down goes down the drain. A texture on the Thornton's text line says, after listening to the podcast, I can definitely tell Scoots was hurt that you all forgot his birthday. I think you guys owe him an apology. It was... <laughs> wasn't his birthday. It was Dingus Day. Yeah. Dingus's Day. Well, which, by the way, didn't we get a dingus to commit yeah, on Beezy, Dingus Day? Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Out. That was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Do you think he knew that that, that guy, he, it was Martin, a guy from Martin County, uh-huh. Brady Dingus, committed to Moorhead State on Dingus Day. Surely he knew. He had to have known. Had to have. Don't call me sure. A lot of people are saying that's a big get for Moorhead State. I mean, he probably heard it all day long. Like, hey, it's Dingus Day. That's your last name. Happy Dingus Day. So he knew. No doubt. Well, having the last name Dingus would be unfortunate. <laughs> and there's just, it's got to be said out loud. You would try to change it to like, no, it's pronounced Dingest. Dingest. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty popular surname, too. D I N G E S S. Hmm. Spelled different than the way Dingus does, but still, still tough. All right, let's see. Which, by the way, did you all see the, did you all hear about the guy who asked his company not to throw a birthday party for him? I did see that. This was in Northern Kentucky. Uh, Honestly, team guy. Yeah, he asked them not to throw a birthday party for him. They did anyway. And then he got stressed out. What I would have heard. And when they called him out, he like had like a, Panic attack or something. Correct. Yeah. And so, like he got all red and his employees got flustered and he eventually got fired for it. Yeah. He got fired? Yeah, he got fired because he had an outbreak when they he, so, he he basically had a panic attack. They had a birthday he they asked him to do a birthday party. He said no. And they said well they just did one for him anyways. And he showed up and he was like, I asked you all not to do this. I'm I feel uncomfortable. It it caused you like know, caused anxiety. Yeah. And so they stopped the party and one lady was like, You've ruined the day for everybody else to him. Said that to him. And that caused him to like have a reaction. I think I don't know, like he slammed his hands or I don't, who knows. I don't know exactly what he did. But he had like an outburst after she said that to him. And they were like well, this was unacceptable in the workplace. You've got to go. <laughs> so, yeah. And they, he got nearly half a million bucks for it. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, they ended up settling a civil suit for $450,000. Like, it's probably a good reminder if somebody says they don't want something to not do it. Just listen to people. But it's like, not that difficult. I, I hate to admit, at least at one point in my life, somebody would probably say no party, and I probably would have like done like maybe a little party or something along those lines. Right. But I do think, like, if that person had a meltdown of, like, hey, I really asked you not to have a party and you did it anyways, I would be apologetic and not then also be on the attack. Because it was that second attack. It was that it was when the lady was like, hey, you ruined the day for everybody. That was what set, like, what it's, really it's, set him off. It's my birthday. You ruined my day. Like, what? I, I know. Wild yeah. thing to say. It was that extra, like, it, 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 
if it would have just been like, hey, you said not to do a party. We did it. I'm so sorry. It won't happen again. And then if he still sued and it was a thing, I may be on the side of the company. But it was the fact that that one lady had said what they said to him that set him off that I'm like, you know what? That workplace needs to pay him out. Pay him out real good. But yeah, that was a wild story. I forgot that was in Kentucky. Yeah. It's, na- it's a national story. You'll maybe hear more about it. Head to our last break Ooh, and come what? back and do the text line. Uh, one last quick hitter before we do the text line. Uh, shout out to the people in Richmond, Kentucky. Today is your day where you get a Bucky's. Kentucky finally has a Bucky's. It opens today, and I'm sure it will be chaos. One of the most overrated things Agreed. in popular culture. Okay. Oh, it's awesome. I'll buy a t-shirt when I go. Are they cool? They are. But like a super travel center is equally as beneficial and neat. I'm not going to go out of my way to. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Like when I'm now, when I'm going that way, sure, it would be nice. If you need if to stop was... and you see it on the exit, you'll go. You'll do that, but you're not going to be like, well, hold on, the gas is in. Uh, 260 miles. We'll stop then. Yeah, it's it's like it, we'll get, we'll hit up that one down in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. There, well, there's also if I go to visit uh, my sisters, they they live like two miles from one. So that's great. Excuse. By yeah. the way, Birmingham's my USFL team. Oh, okay. Wait, but they're all in Birmingham. <gasps> they are. They're all in Birmingham, but they have different team names. Yeah, it was basically like we're not going to have we're not going to pay for travel. It'll cut down on costs. We're just going to. We know people can show up, so we're going to have our first year in this made-for-TV league. We're just going to play all the games in Birmingham. It's hmm. cheaper that way. Bandits 1-0, baby. Yep, Jordan Ta'amu. It's an interesting. I did not know that all the games were in Birmingham. You're kind of crazy, right? I think Max punted a lot last night. I can't find a box score, but they lost 17-3. to Oh, man. Yep. Those damn Pittsburgh Maulers. As soon as I jump on the Pittsburgh bandwagon, all the teams go to hell. <laughs> Someone say that about... You and other fandoms. Suck it. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Not sure Didn't what fandom mean, I'd uh, even yeah, be referencing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was going nowhere fast. Because UK mostly has been solid. But zero Final Four since we've been doing radio together. Mm-hmm. Whose fault's that, pal? Got to look. take a long, hard look <laughs> in the mirror. We'll be back. One final segment. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. myself run Beth run for your life before this man kills you both then do you know what the klutz did no and I don't care welcome back one final segment Kentucky roll call here on big exports radio 96 1 FM 1450 AM Duke big man Mark Williams declared for the NBA draft. That's good riddance. Good news, yeah. Get him the hell out of there. He was an underrated player on on their teams. I was just nervous that they may be completely reloaded, but they're going to be really good. Well, unless John Shire is a terrible coach, which... They'll have a lot of talent. That's what I should say. They will have a ton of talent. They always will. Kentucky should always have a lot of talent. Kansas should always have a lot of talent. But you're right. This is a... a, a Totally new era of college basketball, not just from nil to bring mm-hmm. it all back 
full circle, but also in new era of, of younger coaches. We saw Hubert Davis first year. Now we'll see Shire, Kenny Payne. The jury's still out on the bringing back the lovable players to the program coaching tree. Kenny Payne. But uh, it's going mean, to. I can't hear Kenny Payne anymore without thinking about just that stupid video. Which one? Eric Wood and Chris oh, Mack. The Chris Mack one. Which, by the way, I, I think I heard that it household. Is... So no more parties in the basement. That is. Uh, that also is kind of an awkward aspect to that video. It was now like the guy that they were talking about replaced <laughs> the one in the video. Huh. That's weird. All right. Uh, any other quick hitters that you have? I'm going down my list, seeing what we did or did not get to. Um, Brady Freeman hit a homer off the Braves in his first at bat. That was oh, pretty wow. cool. Just don't really care about baseball. The Red Sox lost. Always hate, when, always hate when they lose that Patriots Day game. Oh, uh, Boogie got into it last night. Yeah, what ha- so what happened with them? I don't know, but people are just blaming it on DeMarcus Cousins, which is just kind of annoys me. I, I have admittedly not watched the video yet, though. But they were going to lose to the Warriors anyway. So he did something? Yeah. yeah. Warriors turn nuggets against each other as Will Barton and DeMarcus Cousins feud on the sideline. They snapped at each other on the bench. No. Well, they were getting blown out. Maybe it was just that. Yeah, they were losing by 10. How about Tyrese Maxey averaging 30 and a half through two games? Yeah, he's amazing. I think we discussed him a little bit yesterday. Um, yeah, he's great. I saw that the Mavs, without Luka, tied up the series. That's a big deal. Jazz just uh, – Jazz are going to have to take a long, hard look in the mirror after this season and say, I don't think Donnie can do it. Mm. Don't think Donnie can do I it. I think Donnie not. can do it. I think it's the pieces around him. So the MVP. Or wait, no. Jokic, it's Gobert. I, get... I mean, you have Go- you have Gobert put up eight points last night. He was, yeah, Gobert, de- what? What a trash. He was the defensive player of the year. Yeah, obviously anybody could use more help, but that's my point. Is that like, all right, Donnie's not going to be able to do it. You're going to have to bring in you're, you're bring in the Calvary. Bring in some help. Although, I could totally see them still winning that series. But even if they win that series, they won't win the next one. I did think the Nuggets-Golden State series would be more competitive than two blowouts to start that series so far. But maybe, maybe the Nuggets can can even th- get their get their wits back against with them at home playing against the Warriors. We'll see. We do get uh, the Nets back to Net, Net Celtics back tonight, right? I believe so. Yeah, I made my bets for tonight. You can get you can bet all the favorites money line and get it up to plus one ten. Huh. I don't like all the favorites. Oh, whoa! whoa. Just saying. Okay, why don't you say more, Mr. Radio Man? Well, let me let me look at the matchups here for tonight real quick because I promise I do not believe favorites. in one of them. God, why why are you playing an East Coast game at 10 p.m., you jerks? There's no way they're doing 10 p.m. tip-off. I'll take the uh, – The Suns are playing at 8.30. I'll take the Timberwolves tonight. They won't win. Or the Grizzlies won't win. Did you see what Ja posted? Nope. Don't yeah, care. He posted the Michael Jordan last dance. I did uh, actually yeah. I did see that. Yeah. And you didn't talk. think that was kind of cool? That was cool. Yeah. Put the Hawks Heat game at 10 because nobody cares. And I like Bam and Tyler Hero. And then, well, actually, no. Suns Pelicans is in the right spot. You can put that game at midnight for all I care. <laughs> oh, actually, I'm like, am I Timberwolves right? Grizzlies, I wish was earlier. Am I reading this right? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Today's Tuesday, April 19th. 
they have the score the the, the t- see that's what it is they have the the time i thought it was the time yeah, hey, tell i thought it was a tell it to the ju- tell it to the judge i'm a dingus I, I, i'm a dingus i don't care dollar in the dingus jar for me god you can get into Idiot the grizzlies Ralph. playoff game tonight for 37 smackers saw uh that's rocket un- city rob went. That's, that's unbelievable if like, Louisville had an NBA team, and they were in the playoffs. If Carl Anthony Towns was coming to Towns to play the Louisville Colonels in the NBA playoff game tonight, tickets ain't $37. Although, this city also couldn't get a top golf for seven years, so what do I know? Yeah, that's true. So what, who did you – so you like the Timberwolves to win outright? Uh, tonight, yeah. Again, yeah. they won outright game one. They won outright game one. Yeah. It's it's either the Timberwolves or the Hawks. I couldn't decide on which one, so I went Timberwolves. One of them's going to win tonight. The Hawks would, I I could see, maybe just stealing one. But if Capella's back, then I like the Hawks tonight. But I, I like all the favorites. I got I was able to get it to plus 110, so fine. Fine by me. I'll wake up in the morning and almost certainly be $100 poor. <laughs> Such as gambling. The Thornton's text line is not a gamble. It's a treat. And the next texter says, it was a short Kentucky career for Corey Kiner, but I'll never forget it. <laughs> I love what it writes a post. Like, maybe Corey Kiner could be an option for Kentucky. And three hours after entering the portal, he's going to Cincinnati, his hometown. Was a pass with Jatama Clay running back C- from LSU? Cincinnati? Cincinnati? They're, they, they are, uh, I don't think it's just like a, Two-season run. I don't think it was just the Desmond Ritter run. I think that this is turning into something, which I don't like. Yeah, but the, you think that, but All-American, I mean, even when they're going to go to the Big 12, TJ, these teams come and go. UCF, remember when they were a powerhouse for a little bit? UofL, remember when they were good at football for a little bit? It's a fart in the wind. It'll but go the all, And it's not like I'm scared of Cincinnati directly, but losing – one recruit to them would be too much. Losing two recruits to them would be too much. And I have no doubt that once Fickle leaves that it will take a big step back whenever that day will come. But I, I don't you don't need you don't need a, a threat to what has been a, a great region to the cats. Yeah, the lesser to the, the fewer the better. Even I mean just Mel Tucker getting into Michigan State has made that much more competitive. So, uh, Kentucky did have a nice there for a little while where they all stunk, but uh, now there's more competition. A texter, 502-414-1450 on the Thornton's text line. Hey, guys, been a minute, but after the disappointing finish to the Kentucky season, finally got to focus a bit on my NBA team. Don't laugh, the Minnesota T-Wolves. Talk about a beaten fan base. 2004 was the last road playoff win and one playoff run in between. Huge win in Memphis Saturday, although I saw one other Wolves fan at the game, LOL, and a staffer for the Wolves was mugged after the game. (laughs) Oh, wow. Go Cats, go Wolves. And that was Rocket City Rob. Wow, good to hear from you, buddy. He says it's been a minute, been six months. Wow. Well, some people call that a minute. It had been a long time. He just didn't he, – he was – once basketball season basically started, he was out of the Thornton's text line. Must just be a continued football. Fan. Now he's back in. Because the go, Wolves are back. Go into NBA playoff games. Uh, don't get beat up. Don't get beaten up. Sorry. Please. Please don't. Uh, Kirby texted into the Thornton's text line. Hey, Kirby. 502-414-1450. 
Uh, KP is trying to follow the Couch Cal roadmap. Yep. Win the press conference, hire good staff, be relevant in pop culture, drink and company versus Perez. Oh, okay. Uh, but now he needs to get a John Wall slash Big Cuz and go to four Final Fours in six years with a title. They have a ways to go, Cats fans. Let's breathe. Thank That's you, a, Kirby. Beautiful so, text into so the Thornton's text line. It's a good point uh, that Kirby, we kind of touched on earlier in the show. If you missed it, go back and listen to the Cornbread Hemp Podcast. 30% off if you use the promo code BIGX at cornbreadhemp.com. Try their extra strength, full spectrum organic CBD gummies, uh, whether it's back pain, Knees hurting, little arthritis, or maybe just a little stress you're having struggle sleeping. Try cornbread hemp today. Promo code Big X for thirty percent off at checkout. We love cornbread hemp. You will as well. And great uh, text, Kirby. And and that's gonna kind of be funny if you just imagine Jack Harlow is gonna be all over U of L for the foreseeable future. Yep. Especially if U of L ever beats the odds and gets good at sports again. Whew. Just be ready for that, UK fans. Oh, Kirby again. Following up on U of L fans, my diehard, my diehard cards cousin really told me he'd rather have four years of Ryan McMahon than De'Aaron Fox and one and Duns every year. Not to stereotype, but think he's an example of the hills they were on prior to pain. Seriously, though, and, and he that your that cousin isn't wasn't alone. That was an actual sentiment shared. And, of course, it kind of gets parroted, like you'll have a, a couple goober media members that will say such idiotic sentiments. There's just a group of the U of L folks that if they actually were outspoken when things were bad or didn't try to spin everything as like U of L's doing it right. But there's not many of them. There's a few. That's why you got to listen to those. The right way. And there's one from three to six. Rutherford's a big U of L fan, obviously. Breaking news. But he does a better job than I than I than anybody I know of in terms of being realistic. And he said as much about pain for what it's worth. Yeah. That like, hey, I and and he wasn't crazy about pain when pain was a candidate. Mm-hmm. I totally disagreed with his rationale about the Calipari coaching tree being a reason why. But I totally did agree with this rationale of he's also never been a head coach before. And we are the University of Louisville. Or should we be hiring somebody that's never been a head coach before? And it was fair. And he, even yesterday, was saying as much. But it's going to, it's fine with me if U of L gets good. The rivalry can be back. It's a lot of fun. I think the state comes to life when it is. Or U of L can keep stinking, and that's fine too. I'm just worried more about UK's end of not losing to 15 seeds and getting back to a Final Four, which hopefully, if you return the National Player of the Year, you'll probably be one of the favorites to do just that, Nick Rush. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh, got some big news, Teach. We talked about Bucky's opening. Yes. Our pal Keith Taylor, one of the first customers of the new Bucky's. He's got a picture with the, the Badger. Wow. Way to go, Keith. Wow, you did it. Nice guy, Keith Taylor. Oh, I should send some uh, Bucky some of my Easter Bunny tape if they were looking for mascots. Ooh, where can I find that? The tape? Oh, I just want to see you doing flips and stuff in a bunny costume. It may be gone now because I think it was on most of my sister's stories mm. or whatever, but that's somewhere out there, Scoots. We'll find it, buddy. Yeah. We'll find it, bunny. 
Texter says, you all should take Scoots to Keeneland, and he should take you all to the best of what Pekin has to offer. Who? What would that be? Uh, I would take you around the high school. The high school gym's pretty cool. I would, of course, have to show you our baseball field where all my greatness took place. Oh, yeah. Then we'd head on down to the – Do- jerseys retired? I thought your greatness was in the woods during cross-country practice. That, too. But I don't want to take you all around the whole cross-country course. I mean, that that's a long – that's a long course. But so after that, we would go to the Dollar General, pick up whatever we needed from the Dollar General. You can get everything from the Dollar General. And true. then I would have to take Not you – would have to take you to actually we would swing by the gas station fill up first and then I would take you to Papa Top on our way out of town. Ah oh, man, that sounds like a heck of a day. Yeah. Hey, I actually was on my weather app looking at radar the other day and East Pekin showed up. So East Pekin. Would you take us to the Gentlemen's Club, Freakin' and Pekin? There is not one. Now there is. <laughs> Although, I don't know if I've ever told you all, but there was a hotel there called the Pekin Inn. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Is there a difference between <laughs> East that. Pekin and regular Pekin? Pekin Where's, normal? East Pekin, East Washington is the school corporation in Pekin. So there's no East Pekin. Well, tell that to AccuWeather. There's Pekin and New Pekin. Oh, New Pekin. Yeah, which is sure. like... If we ever win this lottery pool, if I ever remember to get the tickets, we're just redeveloping Pekin into a... a, a <laughs> we're going to call 120,000... Metropole, uh, we need more than that. Half a million. It's going to be uh, East Kalen. There is a lot of land there. I will tell you that. The Pekin Inn's coming back. Freaking and Pekin will be opening, <laughs> and we'll get a Bucky. But Keeneland sounds way more fun for what it's worth. Oh, and by the way, I heard yesterday Trevor's never been to Keeneland either. That's not surprising. Mm. We shall all go together. That's not, it's not, it's not surprising. Um, oh, I don't know if Trevor would like Keeneland. There's a decent amount of walking. Too much standing around. <laughs> yeah. There's like you got to get places. You yeah. know, like from here to there, and no. we'll get him a wheelchair. We could get him a wheelchair. Uh, I think I missed John's text. You Sorry, did. John. John here. Good morning to all. Hey, Glad John. to hear the bounty on you has been listed, TJ. Hey, if you've all started <laughs> going on the winning train, then so be it. They're doing better than it will go down as a better win for seating purposes when we beat them next season and beyond. Woo! Is it a hot take to say that Jordan Poole was the best all-around player for the Warriors? Definitely not the best shooter, but he does a little bit of everything. What do you guys say? Well, got to go talk to you later. Um, Very hot take. Yeah. Um, I admittedly have not wa- did not watch the Warriors game. but So, guys, I'm in this uh, pickle here where one of my podcast sponsors gave me some playing around money with their gambling service. This is he never tries to bring anybody into Kentucky Roll right. Call. That's what I'm thinking. It's unbelievable. I was, I'm but sitting here trying to rack my brain on our podcast. Cor- for for Brent. Him. Yeah. yeah. Well, one in 19 years. Uh, but they were like, "Here's some playing around money," and I've won enough money now. I want to withdraw it, but they're saying that I need to play through a dollar amount, and it's basically like just lose more, and you can get yeah. your money out. I can't. I can't lose for winning. I tried. I was like, oh. Well, last night, Seth Curry's over-under was like 17 and a half points. So I was like, okay, I'll just go over, whatever. This and of course, the most Roush story Wait, of all you're, time. So you're going for losses? And I keep winning. Just go ahead and take the Reds' money line. Guaranteed loss. Oh. Guaranteed. I yeah, mean, but th- all of it on the Reds' money line, baby! Yay! Where else are they going to go? I saw a stat that since Phil Castellini met his, where else, said his, where else are they going to go? Comments that the Reds have not had a lead in a game. No. We have scored like four runs since then. Yeah. Hey, John, not to interrupt this boring baseball talk, you could get Jordan Poole plus 13,000 for finals MVP. Wow. 
Wow. I know you went Worth to a Bubba. Shot. I know you went to a Bubba's yesterday, John. You could you could own the Bubba's if you feel good about your Jordan pool take. It really isn't like a terrible bet. Throw fifty bucks on, hundred bucks on. Yeah. What would a hundred pay? Even ten. Thirteen thousand if it's plus thirteen thousand. That would be the math. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, texter on the Thornton's text line. Which basketball stat would you rather have? UFL, Indiana, or Indiana? Personally, I'm going with the screaming dinguses. Yeah. I don't know what Indiana staff is anymore. Yeah, they lost their head coaches. Maybe if they had all three head coaches. All right, let's just say. And UFL still needs one more assistant coach. Let's say it was still Thad Mata, Dane Fife, and Woodson. I would take Danny Manning and Nolan Smith over them. Sorry. We got you see a Roseman, too. Mm, That's tough. Who? I feel like the coaching X's and O's of IU would be better, but I think the potential of U of L staff would yeah. be higher. Yeah. Ever Nolan Smith, pretty respected. Pe- people coach. talk very highly about him yeah. as a, like a young up and coming. And and for what it's worth, Lucas at UK, he gets spoken highly about as well. So I'd probably just take the slighter youth of. Although we do forget that Dan Fife is what thirty two years old. God, and he gets young. He gets, gets younger each and How every time. How old we is Dad Mata? Dad Mata has looked like an old man his entire life. Yeah, I the think rosy he's in cheeks. Sixty six, maybe sixty. Fifty four. Dad Mata <laughs> is fifty four. <laughs> I thought he was like sixty eight. Instantly thought sixty six was too high, but I was going to go down to sixty two, and then I was like, oh, I don't know. He's fifty four. Feel Crazy. bad now. Texter says, I was in a group that controlled the Ronald McDonald blow-up. Pretty fun experience. Oh, you get to walk the, with the, the balloons? That'd be fun. As long as it's not windy. You don't want those, uh, like in Christmas vacation, the Nutcracker's nuts were blowing all over the place. I wonder if that would be fun to hold the they, balloons. They do the like, all right, now everybody spin. You know, it takes teamwork. But you know there'd probably be like a clown. You know, that messes everything up. Not Ronald McDonald. No, I, I meant like probably some like overbearing former Eagle Scout. That's like, to the right! <laughs> but, in, but then I started thinking about it, and I was like, but there actually are like power lines, ginormous buildings, oh, yeah. kids. You, you, like, need, it's, it's, you probably would need to be on your P's and Q's with those big bad boys. Also, where the hell is Ronald McDonald going? Have y'all noticed that, that they've kind of... Taking, they taking finally, him out to pasture. They finally realized how creepy he was. Yeah, but he's an icon, though. He's a uh, creepy icon. Ronald McDonald? Have you seen him anywhere? I mean, if we're going to get rid of old war general statues, yeah, we got to get rid of Ronald McDonald. No. Joe, yeah. Joe Biden's America. Cancel culture continues. There what did some, Ronald McDonald do this time? There was something I read One in of the, the first pandemic. things that pops up with Ronald McDonald. Oh, wow. Maybe that was it. Yeah, <laughs> him getting... It's him on a cross. Nailed to a cross. Yeah, it's bad. I read a Vice article during the pandemic that was somebody from Great Britain being like, you know, I just haven't noticed this guy. When was the last time he appeared? And it's been years since they've formally used him and stuff. Now, of course, you still have him sitting on a bench, statues made at various different McDonald's all over the place. But Ronald McDonald... Him and Grimace. We got to bring him and Grimace back. Uh, Mayor McCheese, the yeah. Hamburglar. What was the the bird's name? Uh, don't know. Tweet, not Tweety. Tweety. <laughs> Gave you something to play. 
their scoots. A texture says, "Find out." Birdie, that. the early bird, and the fry guys, the fry kids. The fry, the fry guys were bad news. If your kid's favorite McDonald's character were the fry guys, they got into drugs earlier than other kids. <laughs> You didn't. If you, I remember the look on parents' face when their kid would say, "My favorite character's the Fry Guys," and then they'd have to tell the mom that they were hanging out with the Fry Guys. They were a bad group. Bad, bad, bad news. A texture says, "If Simmons plays in the playoffs, my Nets are hanging a banner." My Nets. You're the only person. I did bet on them to win the series. Did you get it on that, Scoots? McGoots? I didn't. No. You want to? Mm, no. <laughs> okay. No. You know what happens when you go against. Can we do a head-to-head bet? On what? The Nets Celtics? No. I don't want to take your money. I want to take DraftKings. You're, if you're going to try to use that excuse for other bets down the road, don't <laughs> think that that's getting by. It's not going to fly. <laughs> it's not going to fly, fry guy. I'd rather have their, their money. And then, of course, there's the classic McDonald's random red couch commercial from the heyday. Which I completely... We got a random red couch. Don't ask me why. People eating favorites with a girl or a guy Got a random red couch, pull up a seat You don't want to be the one with nothing to eat We got a random red couch, flabbergast your friends With a McDonald's bag that never ends McChicken, McDouble, beef and cheese galore Now that's the flavor of dollar menu and more on a random red couch. That's pretty terrible. That's I, remember, like, I, I, that's I told you all. thousands thing I've ever heard. I told you all listened to a podcast on how that commercial got made, and the people that had anything to do with it were all just canned. Can, 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 down the line. We got a random red couch. Because they were just like, what? What does, what? What does the red couch have to do with our dollar menu? That was back when the dollar menu used to mean something. Yeah, it was actually it used a to be something. A texture says, "My Pegasus Parade story had some friends who worked for an unnamed utility company walking." <laughs> <laughs> uh, walk in in one year holding a light <laughs> lightning bug balloon. Yeah, I remember the lightning bug balloon. Uh, well, I forget his name, but uh, well, he used to be everywhere. It was Louie the lightning bug. Oh. <laughs> I wonder which company it could have been. Had things thrown at them, spit at them. Needless to say, they didn't do it the next year. Oh, my gosh. You see, that's wrong on those people. Why would, uh, Louie the lightning bug's not to blame. No, he's a good dude. He was a good dude. Which, when we... Uh, I. We went to the Easter egg hunt in Brooks' hometown, and they just had a random... They had the Easter bunny there. They also had a bee. And I don't know what the bee was, but there was just a bumblebee there. And it reminded me of Louis the Lightning Bug. He was a good dude. like that, Louis. was there so you could be happy. Hey! And that's our show. a random red couch. (laughs) Everybody have a great day. Uh, I, I'm taking all the favorites in the NBA game tonight. Scoots like said maybe it'll be one team or maybe another, so he's really covering his. Bases. I'm taking all the underdogs in baseball. Tell you that in every game, every game <laughs> to win outright. To win, yep. <laughs> all right. Money line. That, wouldn't that be quite the parlay? If I've I done it like the last three days, and it's it's been okay. I just single bet all the underdogs. Okay. Everybody have a great day. Thanks for all the texts into the show. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. It's up open Thornton's text line twenty four seven. Don't have to be between seven and nine, but we will be back. Seven tomorrow. Wacky Wednesday, 420 Woo! edition of the show. Whoa, that's heavy. Will Trevor be a part of that show? Who knows? It's nebulous. If it involves waking up, I know the answer. We'll see you then. You'll find out at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Somebody